You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Pet Pulse News is brought to you by Petco.com. Petco is a leading specialty retailer of premium pet food supplies and services, offering more than 10,000 high-quality pet-related products. Enter the code PULSE10, P-U-L-S-E, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. This is Pet Pulse News from Zoo2.com. Z-O-O-T-O-O, the leader in pet news and information. And now, here are the top stories. Some animal organizations use unique ways to raise money. Each year, a Pennsylvania group works together to create awareness for a certain canine breed that's almost always looked down upon. Here's Pet Pulse's Saima Chowdhury with their story. Pinups and Pitbulls. Sounds like an odd combination, but not for calendar founder Deirdre Guerin. Pinups primarily just because it was something that associates with like American war heroes and same with the Pitbull. The Pitbulls were known as war heroes first. She started this calendar two years ago to raise awareness and money to rescue Pitbulls. First and foremost, raise awareness. And then in addition to that, it was a great way to raise funds to help rescues that are trying to help these dogs. Every year, Deirdre and 11 models and their furry props pose for the camera. Well, it's just a way, another way for me to like express how devoted I am to the breed. Um, and it just so happens that it was wonderful that I could be glamorous and do it too. But the sad reality is that um, Pitbull Rescue is not glamorous at all. Trying to model and trying to model with three dogs running around. Our final picture ended up with two dogs in it because uh, the third one was running around trying to knock over some lights or something. Usually there's like a thousand shots in one good one, you know. So overall, the dogs kind of cooperated? For the most part, yeah. Some of them are great, and some of them, you know, you kind of had to trick into paying attention. So I was wondering, how did the dogs feel about modeling? Carla? She's speechless. And all their hard work has paid off, considering they've raised plenty of money. It's been almost uh, $11,000. So at the end of the day, or end of the year for that matter, the pinups just want people to stop giving pit bulls a bad rep. They're just like any other breed, um, and it's they're victims of... Um, the media, they're victims of um, overpopulation and poor breeding. They're great family dogs. They're very obedient, which is why, you know, they've been exploited. The fact that they're so obedient and they'll listen to what they're being told. We basically want people to know that these are really great dogs. They're very loyal. They're loving. They're caring. They're great dogs. They're wonderful. For Pet Pulse on Zoo2 TV, I'm Simon Chowdhury. If you want to know more or to purchase a calendar, log on to pinupsforpitbulls.com. And tell us what you think under this story. Post your favorite pet videos at the Zoo2 TV tab. You can email us your story ideas at news at zoo2.com or by calling us at 877-777-4204. The South Jersey woman we're about to introduce was left emotionally scarred after a traumatic event. As Pet Pulse reporter Ji Young Min found out, sometimes healing comes in unexpected ways. Here she is with the story of Lorraine Garaguso and her dog Poe. I was a victim of a violent crime, and when I got him, uh, I wasn't leaving my house at all. Several years ago, Lorraine Garaguso says she was sexually attacked and left for dead in the woods. The event crippled her psychologically. I didn't go anywhere, and my therapist said, now you're not leaving your house, and soon you won't leave your room. And she explained to me what agoraphobia was. The new behavior was foreign to Lorraine. She had always been outgoing and professionally had been rehabilitating traumatic brain injury patients. That was until one of her patients ended up attacking her. I haven't worked in that field for five years. 
and uh, that was the cause of my post-traumatic stress. To help alleviate her pain, Lorraine eventually did take up a friend's advice to get this dog named Poe. Poe is a licensed and registered therapy dog with Therapy Dogs International. He uh, visits a lot of different facilities. In 2006, Therapy Dogs International registered almost 15,000 dogs and 13,000 handlers. And Therapy Dogs work in all 50 states. Poe makes his rounds here at the Institute about once a month. And believe it or not, this handsome guy has got still another 150 visits left to the center in order to receive yet another accreditation to his therapy dog license. And he not only brings the patients here at the Institute tremendous joy, he brings his owner, Lorraine, tremendous love. In my 17 years here plus neuro rehab working in the brain injury field, ever since Poe has been visiting us for the last two years, I have seen him bring so much joy to our clients. I really love dogs and having Poe here is just very soothing, very exciting for me. I love it. Lorraine feels that even though she actually rescued Poe and has given him a home, she ultimately feels that Poe has freed her from the mental anguish from the attack which she survived. I've come a long way since I got Poe. For Pet Pulse on Zootoo TV, I'm Ji Young Min. For more information on therapy dogs, go to tdi-dog.org and tell us what you think under this story. Post your favorite pet videos at the Zootoo TV tab. You can email us your story ideas at news at zootoo.com or by calling us at 877-777-4204. A recent study by the CDC found that about 1 in 158-year-olds have autism a disorder characterized by problems with social interaction and communication. Well, animal lovers are now taking a unique approach to helping autistic youth and other disabled kids. Here's Pet Pulse's Jessica De Palma with the story. It's early Saturday morning at Winslow Therapeutic Center, and the doctor is already in. Well, sort of. You see, here, the ones providing the treatment are actually horses. Winslow Therapeutic Center is a nonprofit organization. It's in the suburbs of New York and it offers the disabled the chance to go horseback riding. Nearly all the students here are children with a wide range of challenges. We have people that have physical disabilities, people that have mental disabilities, people that have challenges in general with life, and we handle whoever comes down the driveway and try to help in any way we can. Winslow is helping students like Samantha and Rebecca. It's very Two sisters, one who's disabled, and one who is not. I love the fact that they're doing something together, you know? It's very, uh, very nice to see them do something together. That's the, we always go back to, I always go back to that. Though they cannot verbally communicate because Samantha has autism, every week the two share special time together with Dad proudly watching from the sidelines. Hi, baby. The horses give students a unique way to build on skills they lack, whether it is physical, mental, or emotional. Horses stimulate a uh, human body in motion at the normal walk. So what horses can do for children who can't walk or need assistance walking is they get that natural stimulation of the muscles moving and so that helps a lot of kids to contract and release their muscles and it also helps them to take steps when they cannot. Um, so it's really good for building trunk control and building muscle when your child doesn't have that because it's sitting in a wheelchair or it needs the assistance of walking. These improvements are reflected in the many success stories, including Keelan, who also has autism. Well, at school, they're saying that he's more, he's happier, like he's more alert and focusing. 
and he comes home and it, it's really social and it's great for him, something great for him to talk about. Providing this therapy is a special job and one that takes a special horse. All our horses go through a training, so you know that they're all bomb-proof, they're not really scared of anything, and they're not very skittish. Although the training, along with the overall care of the horses, are all made possible by humans, the Winslow staff attributes the achievements of the riders to the bond formed between the students and the horses. The horses make the kids happy. It's the bond that an animal gives to a child or an adult. You can't touch that. It's absolutely priceless. It's not on the human part. It's on the animal's part. They're so wonderful to be able to bond like that, to let themselves be open as they are, to be as lovable, to let children drool on them and hit them and kick them. It takes a special kind of animal. For Pet Pulse on Zoo2 TV, I'm Jessica De Palma. There are programs just like the Winslows all across the country. If you're interested, log on to the North American Riding for the Handicapped Association's website. It's www.narha.org. And tell us what you think under this story. Post your favorite pet videos at the Zoo2 TV tab. Send us your story ideas at news at zoo2.com or by calling us at 877-777-4204. In today's dog-eat-dog -dog world, supervisors are constantly looking for new ways to improve employee performance. One new trend taking place nationwide uses the calming power of pets to keep employees motivated. We caught up with one company to see how it's working out. It's just another day at the office for this financial planning and investment advisory firm in New York City. When I pet one of my dogs and I'm having a stressful day and the market's going haywire and I'm just like, oh my God, what am I doing? I just pet one of them and I immediately feel calm. According to a nationwide survey by the American Pet Products Manufacturers Association, 100% of the participating companies agreed that having pets in the workplace relaxes its employees. We work very hard and we work long hours, so being able to just lighten it up and watching Paco run down the hallway chasing his ball, it just, you know, becomes just a sense of joy, a sense of humanness, a sense of kindness. But having a pet-friendly office can be complicated. You've got an issue if you bring a cat, the dog's going to chase the cat. The dogs are the most ideal animals to bring in a firm like this. But you have rivalries, you have territory, you have some issues about liability. But these issues don't compare to the work-life balance having a pet in the office can bring. I've had several dogs with cancer. When you know that they're down to the last few months, you want to cherish them and keep them closer to you, so you get to see them more. Now, if your office wants to adopt a pet-friendly policy, there are a few rules and regulations you need to follow. So it might be two of you and a very casual and you each bring your dog. What if you get five more employees? Does everybody get to bring their dog? Number two, you have to really think about employees coming to work for you. Are they allergic? Other rules of thumb to follow are establish an off-limits to pets area, make sure employees bring documents proving pets are vaccinated, tell employees to keep control of their animals at all times, make a rotating pet schedule. If you put these rules into effect, chances are you'll have a pet-friendly office in yes. no time. Oh, you look so pretty. For Pet Pulse on Zoo2 TV, I'm Tina Beth Pina. Does your office allow pets? If you work for a shelter or rescue, it doesn't count. But share your stories under this article. Post your favorite pet videos at the Zoo2 TV tab. You can send us your story ideas at news at zoo2.com or by calling us at 877-777-4204. We'll be back with more pet news right after this commercial break. Pet Pulse News is brought to you by 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. 
1-800-PET-MEDS is your best source for pet medications, vitamins, supplements, and pet supplies. Get great savings, fast service, and free shipping. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash Pulse, P-U-L-S-E, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more. Hey, boy, how you doing? What am I doing? I'm creating your own life book. It's a website that's just for you. Remember that picture I took of you pulling off Lisa's bathing suit? <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. I'm putting that awesome picture on your life book page. We'll see what comments we get. And that great video we took of you standing on the table with your head inside the turkey? That's definitely going on there. No, it's easy. It only took me two minutes to set up your page. I chose a great theme, and I can connect with millions of other pet parents. I can also create a memorial life book. No, not for Grandma, but we can make one for Fluffy, remember her? And we can even put links to our favorite pet charity, and friends can make donations. People can create their own life book for their pets by going to PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com or they can sign up on the Pet Life Radio homepage. Where's Lisa? She's outside by the pool. Hey, come back here. <coughs> Create your own life book for your pet. PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Join us each week for Pets in the City. With your host, Diane West, celebrity pet sightings, hot events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So take a bite out of the Big Apple with Pets in the City. Every week, on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet You're listening to Pet Pulse News from Zoo2.com. Z-O-O-T-O-O. Now, for this week's pet news stories. Students at a North Carolina high school are getting hands-on experience in their animal science class. Their latest project involved rescuing 22 cats and dogs, which means caring for the animals and finding them permanent homes. Reynolds High School students adopted 10 dogs and 12 cats from an animal shelter in Hendersonville. It was forced to close because of concerns over animal welfare, Many pets were left with no place to go and would have been put to sleep if the students hadn't stepped in to help. Agricultural instructor Ernest Custer explains how the whole project got started. Some of the students talked to us teachers and said, can we do something for these animals? We said, as teachers, we said, yeah, let's try. We contacted the principal, the students wrote her a letter, and she said that we could adopt some of the animals, we could use them for classroom instruction, and we could use it to teach students about small animal care. The rescued pets are being housed at the school, the dogs in the agricultural shop, and the cats in the barn. And students are in charge of every aspect of their welfare, as Lauren Donaldson explains. All the students are responsible of taking care of the dogs, and as long as we have them all adopted by the end of the school year, then we're allowed to keep them here. Um, every day, if students have a plan period, study hall, or during their lunch in the mornings, if they want to come down and help walk the dogs, feed them, play with them, they always need to go to the bathroom. This helped me a lot um, 
to learn what type of maintenance and care these animals need and the cleanup too, because that's what veterinarian techs mainly work with is the cleanup and the care of the animals. Many students have had a lot of fun while taking on these huge responsibilities. It's been a really positive experience, I think, for all the students involved and teachers. It's kind of brought our school together. Some go out of their way to help the animals, even coming to school early and leaving late. I come in before and after school. Most of the time I come in in the morning to help take care of the dogs and walk them and clean out the cages. Nearly half the animals brought to Reynolds High have found new homes thanks to the students. The students have been wonderful. Um, they have taken these animals under their wing. They're great kids, and I want to thank them. The 22 animals were rescued from all creatures great and small, a no-kill shelter that agreed to close because they couldn't afford to renovate their facilities. Tell us what you think under this story. Post your favorite pet videos at the Zoo2 TV tab. You can share your story ideas at news at zoo2.com or by calling us at 877-777-4204. The need for blood is nothing new, but for patients of the four-legged variety, it's even harder to come by. New surgery procedures are increasing the need for animal blood donations. Pet Bulls reporter Victoria Lim tells us how you and your pet can help change that. Bosco is a money-hungry hound. He's got lots of pep, so when this pooch became consistently pooped, owner Barbara Hawkins became worried. He just became very lethargic. You know, he just, he just lost all of his zip. The culprit made sense. Literally, take a look at the x-ray. It's a few cents in Bosco's belly. He swallowed pennies that contained zinc. Zinc is a toxin that actually causes you to break down your red blood cells. So he actually presented to us with severe anemia. What Florida veterinary specialist stores inside this fridge saved Bosco's life. Blood donated from another dog. Our need is huge. FVS is one of only two animal blood banks in the Sunshine State. Brenda Fulcher runs the program. Fulcher says a shortage of blood banks isn't the only problem. The blood bank considers supplies low and they'd like more donations, but not every pet can donate. There are age and weight requirements, the pet has to be vaccinated, and they also have to pass screening. Even pets that would pass screening don't donate because of their owner's fears. Normally that's because they're afraid of donating blood themselves. They don't quite understand. Um, it's a very simple procedure. Uh, most dogs don't need to be sedated at all. They'll just lay there and wait for it to be over. Thankfully for Bosco's sake, an owner did allow their pet to give. He's like a different animal. I know that it is because of the transfusion that he received. Mm -hmm. And gave this Boston Terrier a boost back to life. For Pet Pulse on Zoo2 TV, I'm Victoria Lim. For more on this topic, check out animalbloodbank.com and tell us what you think under this story. Post your favorite pet videos at the Zoo2 TV tab. You can send us your story ideas at news at zoo2.com or by calling us at 877-777-4204. Overwhelming populations in the animal shelters of one Florida county has prompted officials to make some major changes. Palm Beach County just enacted a mandatory spay and neuter ordinance for dogs and cats. It's one of the first ordinance of its kind in Florida, but across the nation last year, 32 other cities and counties considered similar spay or pay policies. The new rules are being met with resistance from some pet owners and breeders. Zoo2 correspondent Emily Oz explains. The kennels at the Tri-County Humane Society in Boca Raton, Florida, are often filled to the max. When we come in in the morning, there are pregnant dogs tied to our fence. 
There are boxes of puppies, boxes of kittens in our driveways, on our lawns. Um, it, it's very, very sad. This is a no-kill shelter, but having to turn away pets because there is no room often means they'll end up in the hands of the Palm Beach County Animal Services, an agency that routinely has no other option but to euthanize. Official statistics show the agency is destroying more than 16,000 animals each year. For instance, you'll see a staff member taking a little dog down the hall, the dog's wagging its tail, trotting along, thinking it's going for a walk. Well, it's going to go into a euthanasia room and it's going to be dead. Under the new rules, all dog and cat owners in the county must sterilize their animals. If they choose not to, they'll be required to pay a $75 permit every year and be required to sign an affidavit, a legal document stating that they will not breed their animals. Owners like Judith Espina don't agree with the county telling her she must now spay her dog. Yeah, I think it should be something private, especially if I really take care of my dog properly. If I don't do it well, I have to do something about it or they have to do something about it because maybe later on I change my mind and I won't have to have, you know, dogs or something. What are I going to do about it? The ordinance also places more restrictions on breeders. Many dog breeders and their national associations were trying to put a stop to the change, which commissioners voted on Tuesday. Through a statement on its website, the American Kennel Club urged its members to write the commissioners and voice their opposition. The AKC believes the answer to overpopulation is the strict enforcement of leash laws and other nuisance laws. They say that would prevent the accidental breeding of unwanted animals. The mandatory sterilization ordinance will be accompanied by several free spay and neuter clinics in Palm Beach County. And a citizen's animal patrol will be created to help educate the public on the benefits of sterilizing their pets. I think it's a great idea. I think there's way too many uh, um, animals that are in animal hospitals that don't have homes and that uh, they needlessly get killed every year for no reason and the reason for it is that we have an overpopulation due to not spaying and neutering animals um, early on. If the changes save one animal from falling to euthanasia in Palm Beach County, for people like Jeanette Christos, that is a step in the right direction. I think it's progress if we save one litter of puppies or one litter of kittens. For Pet Pulse on Zoo2 TV, I'm Emily Oz. In the last year, lawmakers in four states considered statewide mandatory sterilization laws, but none passed. Similar legislation is expected to go before those four states again soon. Tell us what you think under this story. Post your favorite pet videos at the Zoo2 TV tab. You can send us your story ideas at news at zoo2.com or by calling us at 877-777-4204. Pet owners are no longer left to fight their companions' battles alone. An increasing number of lawyers are setting up shop specifically to handle animal-involved cases. Victoria Lim reports. A photo is all Michelle Marks has left of her pit bull terrier, Lagodi. Who's my son's companion? Lagodi ended up at the local animal services department after slipping under Marks' fence. When she went to pick him up, she says animal services told her... She said, um, we put your dog to sleep by mistake at 417. Okay. Yeah. Your heart stopped. Yeah. I got there at 425. I'm like, how could this happen? My son's waiting on the porch for him. I go home empty-handed. My son has no dog. You know, I had to explain to him the dog's never coming back. He didn't really know anything about death, but he does now. 
Marks almost turned a small claims court for restitution, but she found another legal option, an animal law attorney. And that area of practice is growing. In 1999, the Animal Legal Defense Fund estimates that 150 animal law cases were filed in the U.S. In 2006, that number skyrocketed to 18,500. Hysterical. She was absolutely hysterical. Jennifer Dietz is Mark's attorney. In addition to wrongful death cases, Dietz handles other animal matters, including custody, malpractice, and pet trusts. We moved slowly with society, and now society is saying, my animal is not a couch. It is not a toaster oven. And I want uh, justice done if something is done intentionally or recklessly to my animal that causes it injury or death. Dietz credits the rise in animal law practices and cases to the consumers who spend $12 billion a year on the pet industry. We consider pets as a society in, in, in the United States as members of the family. She's going to be, you know, his voice. She's going to help justice be served. A voice for Ligoti, who was more than property, not quite human, but definitely family. For Pet Pulse on Zoo2TV, I'm Victoria Lim. To find out more on animal law, check out the Animal Defense League Fund's website at ALDF.org. And tell us what you think under this story. Post your favorite pet videos at the Zoo2 TV tab. You can send us your story ideas at news at zoo2.com or by calling us at 877-777-4204. You've been listening to Pet Pulse News from Zoo2.com. Z-O-O-T-O-O, the leader in pet news and information. Heard each week on PetLifeRadio.com.